Yo. What up, what up? What up, man? Episode, uh, welcome to episode 42. Is it 42? Four, I think so, man. We on the Jackie Robinson episode. Yay. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, man. What's, what's popping, man? What's going on this week? Dude, a lot of shit going on, man. We'll see if we get to it all. Yeah, yeah. For all real. Right, so for those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome to your new favorite podcast. Damn right. He is Juan. I'm Sean. And every week we get together, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things that are making an impact on the world whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. So with that, what's on the menu for today? Uh, oh, dude, we got a, a, a nice little red wine here brought to you by uh, Cooper's Hawk. Uh, it's called the Camille Proud. Actually, so this is a replacement to a Camille Brave, uh, which is uh, usually a really good wine. It's the first time I was having this one, man, but it's just as good as the as the Camille, as the Camille Brave, man. Um, it's a red blend. It's like they do a, kind of this collaboration with a company called Emily Wines. Um, and then that's like their, their kind of, uh, I guess, uh, flagship wine, if you will, yeah. that they do. So I think this is the second in the series that they're doing together. But it's a fantastic wine. If you guys have a Cooper's Hawk, actually, in general, and they don't pay us for this, they should. But uh, in your town, the food is phenomenal, and their wine is really good, man. And they have like a wine club you can join, and you can use the wine either at dinner or you can just take it home with you or whatever. But it's, yeah, it's fantastic, dope. man. No, nah, man, you know me. I'm like... Mine has to be the criteria goes under twenty bucks. It has to be red, and it has to be like within the ninety between ninety and a hundred on like the taste scale. So, so I never really buy anything expensive. This one tastes different. Yeah, like this one tastes like I, I can actually taste the grapes. Like there's like it tastes berries. Yeah, yeah. In 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 the wine, so it hits like a little grape juice, but you're like, yo, that's a different grape. And then as it goes down, you're like, that's a different grape. There, it's like the difference between having like a a, a, a regular purple grape and a green grape, and then like a cotton candy grape, like all in your mouth at the same time or something. So it's what is this one? What what does this bottle normally run? Uh, like Good, seventy typical. bucks. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, Ooh, the brave I, one is. I get three bottles. <laughs> <laughs> three and a half bottles <laughs> now listen i will say the other one's better they don't make it anymore the braid the one that is replaced mm-hmm. is slightly better so I, I think it's either 60 or 70 now i'm having a second thought it's it's up there um it's good though and it's a good like if you're having a good meal there you know you're having like a uh uh they do like good risotto with like a braised beef or something like that you know that's like a good wine to have with that um but dude their 15 20 bottles are just yeah. as good as i mean i mean not just as good as that but they're great like you wouldn't you know. And folks, you know we in Florida. Yeah. Everything's open. Mm-hmm. Restaurants, bars. Dude, we had a, um, and I didn't tell you about this before the show. So there's a mutual friend of ours that will go nameless. Um, <laughs> that is, uh, that came down from, from New York. Um, he's one of, one of New York's finest. <laughs> um, shout out, shout out it to ju- the, It just hit me. Shout out to the NY. Shout, shout out, out to NYPD. NYPD, I just hit me too. But I got you, I got you. <laughs> so... He hit me up and, 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 you know, he wanted to go out and I was like, ah, you know, the family and I, we're, like, we're, we're doing the quarantine thing. Right. And he goes, man, you guys in Florida, you guys must have found a cure. <laughs> COVID don't exist. It don't here. exist, bro. He goes, I was in the bars and it was assholes to elbows. Yep. And, it's like nothing, and, bro. Yeah. He goes, people were like sharing cigarettes, <laughs> giving mouth to mouth resuscitations for no nothing. reason. Bro, it's. I don't know, man. Florida might have figured this out. Figured this out, bro. bro. Ron DeSantis might have figured this shit out, bro. That's the next president. That's the next president. <laughs> you have to this dude. He said, and 
And I think what they what Florida did was all the young bucks was like, fuck it, we going out. Yeah. And then the old people or the people at risk went like, we'll stay we'll home. We'll stay home. Right. Which is like what everyone should do, right? And Florida, I, I looked this up this week. Uh, at one point, it was like barely top 30 as far as deaths were concerned. Like it was in that 28 to 30 range okay. nationwide. And they're fully open. They're every other state that was fully locked down was ahead of it as far as deaths are concerned. Now, granted, every other state is maybe more densely populated. I see you go to California, you go to New York. Yeah, you don't have the sunshine, which people say is a, is a, is a factor because of the vitamin D or whatever. Listen, whatever it is, Florida, baby, we out here. <laughs> Bring the Rona. We not scared. Bring the Rona. Dude, I went to a cigar bar, and I normally, like, I'll sit outside at the cigar bar, right, because it's a little... You know, I still try to be as careful as I can be, but I'm trying to live a little, right? So I went to a cigar bar, you know, uh, me and my wife, we, we sat outside and we're watching people downtown. It was like any other normal weekend night really? downtown. Yeah, if you couldn't tell there was corona. Like we're looking at, you know, because like where we sat, it's like in front of the establishment and they have the, the table set up where they're kind of socially distanced there. But you can see every club down that strip and the people walking up and down, hitting up all the bars and stuff. Yeah. It was packed. Like you said, his ass to elbows just... <laughs> It was wild. I was like, Florida's going Florida, baby. Yep. <laughs> he must be like, because someone like him has been locked down for a year just about now. I mean, he's not locked. Essentially, yes. I mean, but he's been working. You know, he's working. Right, but he can't it. go eat. He can't go to a bar. He can't go to a movie. He can't go. Like, yeah, this has to be different shocking. World. To it's a different world in New York. <laughs> yeah, people look at me. They're like, what do you mean you went to eat? I'm like, what are talking about? Yeah, it was a restaurant. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can't do that here yet. And I'm like, nah, man. Listen, this is shit is survival of the fittest in Florida. Let's go. <laughs> And and I mean and and to be to be clear, right? I mean the, the I don't I don't know the the exact percentages, but the survival rate of coronavirus is in the high nineties. Yeah, it's like ninety eight or ninety nine percent, isn't yeah. it? Something like that. So, hey, I, I I don't know what the right answer is, um, but obviously the governor of Florida has has chosen to open things up, and it, it hasn't it hasn't been tragic. No, no, and listen, he took. Obviously a risky move, but I think he took the 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 move that most uh, people on the right wanted, where they're just like fuck it, leave it open, leave it stuff. And I'm not a fan of his in in general, but this shit worked out, man. He took a gamble and it worked, man. You can't, you got to give him credit for. He didn't shut down everybody. You know, he's like, oh, people got to work. People got to, you know, we got to keep the economy flowing. We got to, and I think Florida will bounce back quicker than everybody else because of this. And you know, obviously Texas and places like that, but. Dude, I'm telling you, that guy, he looks like a, uh, have you ever seen him, Ron DeSantis, yeah, when he yeah. talks? and his, He looks like a downsy pencil. I don't even know how to explain. <laughs> like, his, he looks, it's a weird, he's got a weird face. And damn it, like, I can't, I don't think he'll get president because he's ugly. But, <laughs> and we don't vote in ugly people. But, uh, or non-charismatic people. He's short. Yeah, he's small. He's got uh, the short man, man syndrome. He's got like three things against him. I think he has pretty eyes, though. I got to think this. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> he might have pretty eyes but you know like i i just can't see him getting that far but he's definitely gonna run dude and he, and he's gonna have a lot of he's a cocky fucker he's, he is he's a yeah. dude he's a cocky little fucker good for dude. him man. yeah you listen you know what bro <laughs> you can't again you gotta give credit where credit's due and he said nah we staying open and so far dude I, like if i'm him and i'm looking right. at california new york and everybody else i'm like nah, we're good nah, we're good bro and everybody from those states is moving here so, you know, you figure when he runs, that's going to be like the top of, of, of his platform. And I think I, I wouldn't be shocked if he was the nominee for the Republican Party on the next uh, go round. And who knows, man, he might win it just because of this. Like he might just go like, like, look what I did to Florida. Like, you know. Right. So now and, and, and to his credit, 
he did also leave, you know, leave it up to the major businesses, mm-hmm. you know, to, to limit capacities and, and to put things in place to make people feel safe. And right. So he just said, hey, you guys open up and do what you need to do to uh to to continue, to your, continue business. your business yeah because when you go like uh some of the restaurants that we've gone to or like even a cigar bar and stuff they'll be like either 50 yep. percent or they'll and they'll go no it's self-imposed like they'll go no we can be 100 but we want to do this and we want to skip tables because they're like we don't want to shut down again and like you let people make smart decisions on their own and they'll do what's best for themselves and like i think this and florida's a prime example of that man we were like the guinea pig of that and and most places i've been to went 50 percent or 75 they skip the tables, they're checking temperatures, they're doing stuff. I'm like, I've never been anywhere where I felt like I don't feel right here. Even watching downtown packed because I was so far from everyone and I'm outside and, and I'm sitting outside and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, I still feel good. Like, I don't, I, I just, I, like, I forgot for a minute that we were in this, like, you know, pandemic kind of era right now. Yeah, so, so, so did our, uh, so did our friend. <laughs> he, he, he's got to be having a great time, man. Shout out. Tell him to hit me up. <laughs> I'm sure he you, back up north. I'm sure you didn't want to go back. I think he leaves either today or tomorrow. Oh, you gotta hit him up, man. Yeah, does he listen? Hold on, does he listen? No, don't he think, don't listen. Don't oh, I'm gonna so, give him man. shit about that next so. time I see him for not listening, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give him. He's salty because his boy lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna get into my carbon footprint of the week. Let's do it. Goes out to a company in Bogota, Bogota, Colombia. Um, the company's name is Woodpecker. And they are a construction company. So what they did is they are using coffee husks to make sidings for housing. Oh, like the plastic siding that you see on the outside of a house? Like the... Yeah. Not plastic, well, whatever not, it is, like vinyl or whatever it's, it's, it is. It's essentially to make walls for the house, bro. So we all know that Colombia is like a leader in uh, producing coffee. Yeah, they export a ton of coffee, right? It's but they have a shortage of houses. And so typically... Um, those coffee, I guess these husks, um, they go to the landfill and they contribute to the methane gases. And so this company who has actually gone through a few things, man, they've tried rice fiber, they've tried palm fronds, they've tried sawdust, um, they've even tried recycled plastic. And they came across these coffee husks, man, and they were like, shit. That's the thing. Yeah, this is the thing. And so essentially, so like to to... To produce like a small house, and they didn't say what the square footage was, but I saw a picture of one. I would say it was probably in that, uh, let's say, 700 foot, 700 square foot house. Okay. So fair, fairly small home, um, but $4,500 for the for all the panels. Oh, damn. What? Yeah. The, and then it was like, the, so the, some of the, um, the advantages to it is obviously the availability because in that country. Oh, in that country. Yeah. In that country, right? Um, it's fire resistant. It's insect resistant. That's right, because insects don't mess with coffee. And, uh, and 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 it has like a like a waterproof factor to it as well. That's dude. That's kind of brilliant, man. And they say they tried a bunch of things and got to that. And I'm yeah. thinking, like immediately, I started thinking about all the countries that are that export coffee. Like Ethiopia is a big coffee exporter, and you figure they have to have a shortage on like concrete and things like that to build. This could change the game for those guys too. Man. Absolutely, it's, it's so cool to see people like. Just innovating now, man. Like thinking of shit. Like, do I feel bad? I'm not wanting to save the earth people at all. We've established this on this podcast, and I hope this shit blows up the day after I go. <laughs> I don't want to miss nothing. But 
it I do there are things that I consume that I throw away that I'm like there's got to be a better way or something to do with this right like you know whether it's the plastics and and listen no one's come up with anything convenient like you know people tell you like oh don't buy water bottles it's like nah bro it's easy to stop at the gas station on you on a road trip and just buy a water bottle and drink that or whatever and then you throw it in a recycle bin and we think we're good and we think we're good mm-hmm. exactly or, or the you know the whole straw thing like people are walking around now with metal straws in their pockets nah I'm good I'm not that's inconvenient like I'm not walking around like figure out a way to make a straw that doesn't choke me to death that's made out of paper and then have you ever do, used the paper I've straws? Seen them. yeah they, they, they suck they're fucking horrible every time i use one of those I, i'm like <laughs> halfway through my drink <laughs> like it's, it's it's the worst i like no someone has to figure out a way do you just take this. out a rib bro I, I lose like a few of those every time i use a straw i feel like you know you made spitballs as a kid to spit through the yeah. straw that's what it's like because you start getting chunks of the mm. of the carton in it's stupid so so for someone to come up with this which is sustainable and and convenient like that's the kind of shit you need to do if you want to get people to care yeah. and and participate dude you get you team that that company up with the one that we talked about was it last week or two weeks ago mm-hmm. the one from africa the africa yeah yeah with the with the the uh the pavers eventually um you'll be able to 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 sustain just based on the things that we use today i mean we're gonna get really good at this like like 40 50 years from now you know like the idea that we were using concrete or whatever people are gonna be like well what's that like you know we're gonna get good at shit like this but it's just gonna take or like oil. Yeah. The problem is, is you're going to have to find a resource like that that you go, yo, we were going to throw that away anyway. So the margins are high for a company who goes like, yo, we'll just buy that from these people who are tossing it anyway. We can probably get it on the cheap. You flip it to sell it. You know, like it's just, right. it's, it's or you economics. Don't even, or you don't even buy it. You, you go, right? You donate put, it. The government regulation goes, you can't put that anymore in the landfill. Yep. Right. You got to give it to so-and-so. Yeah, you're right. The government just puts a regulation. Like, you can't waste it. It's got to go to a company that specializes in repurposing or whatever. And then they right. get it. And it's 100% profit for them, except for their cost of, of I guess, Producing. processing it. And, yep. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's brilliant, man. Shout out to them, man. That's fire, dude. That's dope. I uh, <laughs> So, like, uh, uh, I saw this story. Now that you're like, speaking on, like, sustainability and, like, being able to reproduce. Like, I, I, I saw the story online. It's this... um. It's this machine called a Jop. I don't know. Have you heard of this? No. All right. So it's called a Jop. And, and the long version of it is called the Janiki Omni Processor. Okay. And basically what it does is it turns shit into water. Okay. Hold on. Like waste shit? Yeah. Yeah. Like shit. Like you poop. Like you like, go number two. So like human waste. Yes. Okay. That's, that's actually like the exact purpose of it is you collect a bunch of human feces. Okay. And you turn that, and the machine will turn that feces into water. You drinking that? <laughs> and that was what I was going to ask you, bro. <laughs> because my immediate answer is fuck no, right? If I know it's coming from that. But then I started to think, bro, the Dude, water we flush you brand ends it. up back. Yeah, you brand it. True. <laughs> you brand it. You put it in like you, a dope bottle. Yeah, bro. Number two. <laughs> that's just what you call the water brand and the bottle got sick graphics on it we'll no, buy no, no, it the bottle's shit, black the, <laughs> it's light brown <laughs> have you had your number two today it'd be like elect- full of electrolytes <laughs> did you read on how they actually process this thing like i didn't get the whole detail and it has something to do with dehydrate like i've heard this before where people take their own like feces to turn into like uh they could basically liquefy but I think you dehydrate it somehow basically is what you do so you basically suck the water out of it yeah 
That's essentially so the home machine, but it's literally collecting. But I guess so they have this in Senegal right now, right? And so for some of these places, they're saying it's it's gonna help them reduce their not only their waste, but it's gonna save lives because it's gonna reduce disease. Because right now, like their shit and all that just sits around. They don't have proper drainage or sewage and all. So in this particular uh, uh, city where they're using it right now, it's actually gonna save lives. And the guy, the the reporter that I'm reading the article goes, "Yo, it tasted great." <laughs> I'm like, bro, first of all, you're tasting shit water. I don't know that I would categorize it as great. I'd be like, yo, it tastes like water. He's like, right. Yeah, you say it tastes great. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that would that would hint to like that it probably had some kind of tint of like, like something in it. You'd be like, man, I love Fiji. He's like, have you ever had Senegese shit water though? <laughs> <laughs> have you had Fiji water? Yeah. My my son, I think that he like um He's seen people like, I guess, uh, whether it's famous gamers or TikTokers or whatever, right? That they, they, they drink this Fiji water. Yeah. And he wanted the Fiji water. I've tried it, man. It's no better than my damn well water. You crazy. It tastes different, bro. It does not to me. So to me, Fiji and uh, the other one is a volcanic one. Uh, like, so I like Fiji smart water and there's, um, fuck man, what's the name of it? It's like volcanic water. It's from like Iceland or whatever, but it's supposed yeah. to be from the, it's probably a lie, bro. That's just probably from Jersey. Some guy in a fucking faucet. Anyway, <laughs> it tastes different, bro. I can taste water I've, different. I've tasted it. I just want to tell you, I've tasted it like this, I, and Fiji, and you didn't think it tastes different from tap water. Not much. So does let me remember ask you my tap water is different from yours, right? Mine comes from the aquifer. Yeah, my shit's been filtered seventeen times through. Uh, <laughs> you got you got uh, chlorine. I got a softener, and I got yeah, I got a bunch of shit in it. But I'm trying to think. Oh, dude, have you had? Um, uh, okay, so think of like Zephyr Hills. Do you okay. like Zephyr Hills? I mean, it's fine. See, I think Zephyr Hills tastes like shit. Like, if you gave me Zephyr Hills now, like, I, like matter of fact, all spring water to me tastes like shit with the exception of, like, a Fiji. or the, It's called Icelandic water. That's what it is. Iceland. That shit is fire. We're going to have that shit on the show one day. Bro. I'm telling you, it <laughs> tastes different, gotta, bro. We're going to have shots of Matter of fact, water. yeah, I'm going to give you waters, and then I'm going to be like, which one tastes better? We're not going to label it. What is that? Is it the, the, Blind the, the Zac Efron show that's on Netflix? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had the they water shit, connoisseur right? on. Yeah, yeah, Dude, it yeah. tastes different, bro. I can taste the difference. Like, I can taste the difference between a Dasani and, like, Zephyr Hills. So can we chase it with, with liquor? Oh, yeah, you can put whatever you want. If it's liquor, I'll drink it. I'm just saying it's We got to have different... different uh, glasses of like the different waters but with the same liquor like zephyr hills tastes like rainwater from a trailer park to me like it's just weird bro it's, does rain fall differently in the trailer park? it does it hits it hits, dirt, <laughs> <laughs> it hits dirty gutters <laughs> I, bro oh you mean like after it's, run it's through the gross streets. bro like zephyr hills to me is disgusting dude and like i'll do and i can taste the difference between like an aquafina and a dasani which i prefer over zephyr hills yeah, or like even poland springs dasani's like one of the worst it's yeah. like isn't it is, is it pepsi or Coke? it's horrible one yeah yeah because it's completely filtered like it's yeah. all chlorine and all that shit yeah so it's horrible from that aspect but it tastes better to me than like uh than the zephyr hills the spring water it tastes like it's rock i don't know it's gross to me but the fiji man and the Icelandic and smart water to me are fantastic. Like, I can taste the difference. Like, I'll buy, like, I have obviously the, the filter water comes through. I'll buy bottles of that shit sometimes just because I like the actual, like, taste of it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm no. one of these fucking first world Americans, bro. This- Listen, bro. <laughs> I got a fucking well in the back. The the wells drilled down about 200 and some feet, 250. I think it's 250. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's over 200 feet. Yeah, sure. and it's um it sucks it up from the ground that goes to the softener. And that's what I, like, my, my wife hates it, but that's what I drink. Dude, everybody who's not in Florida right now is going, you have a what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, people, I have to go out back and pump. Yeah, he pumps it. I got to pump it and bring it to the house. You actually have a machine that pumps it for you, so you don't. <laughs> otherwise, you would have to pump it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so if you don't live in Florida, we actually have well, what they call well water here. It's literally what Sean's describing. You, you, it's a well that yeah, sucks a, up water and, and, and then basically pumps it into your house. Not for nothing. Think about like a, like a pool pump. Yep. And it's sitting in the backyard and this is just a metal pipe that goes down and it sucks the water up and but puts it to the house. if you didn't filter, you're like, you have the filtration system. If you don't, don't filter that water. I don't have a filtration water, system, bro. I have a water softener. It doesn't have, fil- I don't change any filters. I don't put charcoal in shit. I put salt. See, I got charcoal. I got no, softener. Man. I got the I'm whole old, nine. I'm old school. Bro. My shit going like, you remember Magic School Bus when they go to the water factory and these motherfuckers are swimming through the whole aquifer. That's that's the kind of water <laughs> shit I got here. I got, I, got, um, I got the charcoal shit. I got the softener. And then honestly, dude, I don't know if, like I've read that you can't get better than just tap water from your city. Like as far, like, like, like the people like who. New York. Like the New people York, who, the oh, New York, New York has, has the, the best, best, water. best water. Yep. That's why they say the pizza is better and the bagels and all that shit because of the water, the way they make the dough. The pizza is because of the Italians. Nah, bro. They, they got the Italians in the hood. That's true. They set, set up shop in the hood. You know, it's funny, man. My, my, my son asked me this week. He goes, so he goes, so when you were a kid living in New York, did you get pizza delivered? And I was like, nah, bro. I don't even think that was available. You walk. You just you get walk a dollar slice at the corner. Bro. And, and, I, and, I, and I was like, I never bought a pie. No, you get for two dollars. You get a slice and a and a can and of a coke. coke. <laughs> <laughs> and on, on, Jersey, on a bro. good day, it'd be like for two dollars, you get two slices. Two slices. Yep, dude, I remember that shit, man. I would. You right? I think, I think the slices were like a buck twenty-five when right, I was a bro. kid, and then it would be like like you know you get two slices and a coke. It would be for like you know two fifty. Dude, I would call it in and go pick it up and then walk it back home. I'm trying, I never got it. I can't think of a delivery pizza. I would like you're right. Like there was a pizza. There was a great pizza place like two blocks from our house in Jersey, and I would call. It was called PJ's. I remember this. Shit. It's called PJ's. It's on North Ave in Elizabeth. I don't even know if it's still there. But we would call it in, and they made these bomb ass Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. They'll put the French fries inside the cheesesteaks. Oh, it's that sounds f- good. Oh, it was fantastic. But it's we would a call it in. Calories. Oh, it's great, bro. You could feel your heart slowing down <laughs> on every bite. It's worth it. But yeah, they didn't. I don't think they did not back then. They didn't deliver. We would order it, and then I would either I would have to walk there and pick it up and bring it back, or I would have to go there order it. You know, have like a little paper, like oh, my mom wants a pizza with you know, right. and hope I didn't fuck it up, and then go back home with the food, yep. and then hope I didn't get mugged <laughs> on the way back home. Somebody didn't take my pizza and my sandwiches. <laughs> You're like, come on, bro, I'm hungry. <laughs> like for real, bro, bro. They stole my loaf of bread one time. Yeah, yeah. Somebody stole my loaf of bread. I went to the corner store to get a loaf of bread. I showed up home <laughs> with nothing. I showed up home. I was missing the dollar sixty five. I had dirty. no bread. <laughs> 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 I can honestly say I've never, I've never been robbed <laughs> for some bread. Oh no, I definitely have. It was it wasn't my proudest moment, <laughs> and, and I lost a dollar sixty five. <laughs> Some expensive as a bread. You could have got one of the, the the Italian breads for that. Yo, yeah, yo, dollar. Remember you used to buy the, the big joints. Oh, yeah, shit, man, we reminiscing here. Liz. All right, all right, cool. <laughs> yo, man. <laughs> this week, uh, perseverance. Yo, right? That that was my <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carbon Call, so. footprint, man. The people who landed perseverance, bro. We um, all Mars. Let's go. Did, did you actually watch it? Watch it live? I didn't watch it live. No, no, no. But I, I saw the the video of it landing and like the view, like the panoramic view that it had. Yeah. I didn't get to see a whole lot, honestly, about it. Um, but I did see that we landed first uh, over the other countries that were there. Well, I think that 
I know one of them was just in orbit. Right. So that's what it was. So it was um the the UA the UAE. Yeah. Right? The UAE. Um they were orbiting. Um so they got there first and they were orbiting. China got there right after. They're orbiting um until they until they basically uh, orbits or until they reach an area where they can actually launch their rover. Who China is? Or China. UAE. China. No, you know U- it is? UAE is only doing atmospheric tests. You know what it is, bro. China's shit was uh, ordered from the Wish app. So <laughs> it can't it, it can't, can't it can't hold up on, under those extreme conditions. <laughs> they gotta wait for the weather to clear them. <laughs> but I think last week we talked about this, right? It was like the US came in hot. So mm-hmm. we were the last ones there, but it was like we was coming in at the time to where the planet was where we needed to land the rover. And so That's right. I watched I watched it live, man. And so they show like the folks at NASA, and I, I don't know if they were in, in, in Houston or in Florida, or I think they have even based in California, right? But I'm, I'm not sure where they were, maybe Houston. Anyway, shows a room full of people, and it's like, you got to remember that the transmission of data is behind. How, how far behind is it? It's a, is it's, it like it's, seconds or minutes? No, it's, it's minutes. A, oh, it's minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's, it's like... And don't quote me on this, folks, but it's like it's like seven minute delay or some shit like that. Bro, right? we could put a rover on Mars, <laughs> but we can't make it respond in less than seven minutes. Like the Wi-Fi. <laughs> we can't get the it's, Wi-Fi on Mars. But <laughs> it's radio frequency, bro. So it's it takes a while. Actually, that's kind of ill. Radio it, frequency it makes, from hundreds of millions of miles yeah. away. Yeah. It took, so it took seven months to get there. And seven minutes for the, well, whatever it is. So it's, for pretty, the, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. But what I found interesting on it, man, was that so anyway, so I'm watching these guys and, and they're like there's there's like one person sort of announcing the different stages and then this thing is coming in hot, right? And so they gotta like the one of the last stages is when the the, the deployment of the parachute. And so you sitting there, right, and you see the guys like, Okay, like the next thing is the parachutes, like And it's auto, I'm assuming it, they don't control it. It's I, I it's believe, programmed I believe to do everything. everything is automated, right? But it's like if you were on that team that automated that when it's that time you're going like fuck man i hope this thing deploys bro and you can imagine waiting around seven months on a project you worked years on and then yeah then you're like down to like those last 10 those seconds last second. and you're like fuck i hope this thing opens. but you should have oh, seen it man so so it it opens and you can see this like huge sigh of relief in the room some some cheers but nothing crazy then finally they get the information back that it landed um and and they go they go nuts it's like it's like they won a freaking you know a, a big sporting event and so oh, bro kudos, you would be yeah. losing your shit yeah bro. kudos to those to those uh those men and women that that made that happen some of the interesting things that i found though was um so the team that's going to be monitoring the and, and and sort of maintaining the the rover they have to shift their schedules 40 minutes every day because the day the Mars day is 40 minutes longer than Earth's. Okay. So, right? So, so we say, we think about a day on Earth is basically just one, one rotation. Well, when it, when it, when Mars rotates, it, it, it rotates, it, it takes 40 minutes longer to rotate one time. And so the rover will, um, it, it recharges at night. Okay. So essentially, when it, when it wakes up, there needs to be people there to handle it. So the people that are, that are responsible for it are going to be shifting their schedules 
like 40 minutes every day that's while, while it's there. while it's there so you're basically on mars time yep that's you're on mars time yep dude one of the engineers i saw uh uh diana trujillo she was um she created the arm that they're using to like grab stuff and get samples and all that and it's getting samples that's why it's there that's why it's there so the engineer that actually created that she was um she's an immigrant from colombia and she went from like oh, being right. immigrant to colombia migrated here and working on like this and there's like a whole team of them actually some one of the guys was like immigrant didn't get into top schools and now he's like part of this mars project and then he's also going to be part of i guess that he's already on a team that's putting one on the moon they're putting a rover on the moon soon i guess and uh he's on that team as well so the the like the the collective i was reading a little bit about the um like the team that they that they assembled for this and it's so impressive man it's a background of like people from all walks of life man there, there there's like americans through and through there's people who immigrated to america there's just like the stories there's people who came from wealth people who came from nothing people like it, it was pretty cool to see like that those people come together man and do something like this but that has to be like how you grew up man and then you end up like there like like you said like that moment where you're waiting for the parachute to open and it opens no i'm, I'm imagining man there's not only like a sigh of relief but that has to be one of those real like i don't know, like cathartic moments where like does your life just flash before you and you go how the fuck did i get here like depending uh, on who you are yeah. you know what i mean like if you're a kid i guess who went to harvard he does stuff i guess you expected that of yourself right but if you're a kid and you went to Harvard, but you grew up in a in, in a in a third world country and you made your way to America and you I kind of like that has to feel like damn dude like how did this happen? I'm on a team that's putting something on you know 300 600 million miles away whatever Mars is like this is insane this is historic like that time that it takes to travel from here to there was seven months bro that timing is 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 crazy and like you said the, the if if you're from if you come from nothing whether it's in this country or or from another country and and you're able to make it to that and you're doing something that at least you believe to be significant right because somebody could look at that and go okay they're bringing back rocks like who cares who cares yeah right but whatever they're gonna find in that in in those rocks could be significant i i, I heard um I think it was last week uh, Joe Rogan had uh, Elon Musk on and they were they were kind of going over the whole Mars thing and they were and, and I, I won't get too much into it, but they were going over like, oh, when do you expect that people have people on Mars and what would that take? And then what would it take to be sustainable? And, and Elon was kind of going through all of that. And it's really incredible, man. And, it, and it's like the thing that I took away from that was he was saying like, there's going to be, you know, there, there have been several catastrophic events on earth that has happened throughout earth's history. Yeah. And so like the dinosaurs, the splitting of the continents, the everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Like there's exactly. all this. Yep. And so he, he was like, he, he goes, I believe that our sort of purpose here at this point is to go, we know this stuff happens. We know essentially it may happen again and it may happen several times. We need to to find other places where we can survive. And right now, Mars is the closest place that we know of. That's habitable. I guess that, so. that, that, that we can make habitable. Uh, yeah, because you figure 
extinction for us as far as on a on a global scale like everything is inevitable that's something at some that sounds like something no shit but, yeah, like, but no but at some point at right? some yeah. point yeah right, right, right. like that that could be millions billions whatever right. but it's inevitable like it's gonna like whether you look at our history on earth and and whether it was like an ice age um whether it was like the the splitting of the like pangea whether it was the you know like the dinosaurs and now i've seen there's new theories they're getting more information and they think maybe it was a comet it wasn't an asteroid with the dinosaurs and then they're going maybe the theory was there was a comet and then there was a cover of dust over that blocked the sun sun. and then it made it too cold and then we went into an ice age like there's all these theories and you know like a lot of them are plausible but they're all just theories right they're guess but you figure again it's inevitable like right there's a reason why there these things aren't around anymore and you figure eventually we're not going to be around anymore here unless we make it right to do that and it makes you wonder man is this the first planet we've done that to like I, I think uh, there was a like episode a, a while back, and I swear I wasn't high, but where I was thinking like, <laughs> like have we been to this place in time before? But that extension that. happened. You know what I mean? Or we made that run to because you figure if if we if we occupy Mars, right? That's what I'm gonna call it. We're gonna occupy Mars one day, and we're not gonna have everything we have here right away, right? right? And then if you figure if we occupy Mars on a small scale, like think of how we do like in Antarctica, and then one day something catastrophic happens and a bunch of people just have to start heading up because they go like, oh, we have to preserve the human species. They're starting from almost ground zero, right? So you figure they're not going to have the internet on Mars. They're not going to have all this stuff. So to them, you know, like 50 years, 100 years down the line, they're going to be like, holy shit, look at all this stuff we have now. Right. And I wonder... Oh, it just sounds if crazy if that happened here. Like, what if we, like, you know how people, like, uh, uh, it's funny, man, like the aliens, like, I know that's been like a big topic where people go like, have we been visited by aliens? But what if that's people from other planets doing the same thing we're doing? Going, this shit's going away one day. What other, what else is hospitable? Oh, dude. So, so in that, in that interview on the, on the, on Joe Rogan podcast, so they were talking about aliens and, and, and Joe Rogan asked him something like, hey, like, I, you know, how often do you think about aliens? And, and he's like, oh, like, never. And, and and he goes in now if it if it comes to be that that they are here and they make themselves sort of present to us and and then he goes and at that point then I'll go like oh now I got new data he goes but right now no like He's I don't so even matter oh my god yeah so yeah <laughs> but he he had this he had this theory and, and it wasn't sort of his theory but he just like and, and I shouldn't even call it a theory it's sort of an idea that he goes it's quite possible that another species has been here before and then left and then they come back and they go oh shit look when we left this thing was all good but now it's inhabited by all of these beings humans and they go and he's like it's we but they're kind of destroying the planet we need to like fumigate like insects that's it's fucking thanos it's, bro <laughs> thanos bro Snap the fingers. Snap, yep. Like, bam. Um, dude, but it's, I mean, it, this shit sounds crazy because it's so beyond, like, I think our comprehension. But you go, when you think of it on a bigger scale, unless, I guess, I, if you're religious, right, you have, like, your beliefs and you think, you know, X. But I go, if you're kind of open-minded to the idea of this shit didn't just pop oh, up really out of anything, nowhere. Man. Yeah, like, it's just... I don't know, man. I always find it fascinating, like the the, the thought of like we can't. There has to be a, a bigger story for how we got here. How like I know there's the evolution theories and all that, and they make sense. But you go, what if we're like five planets down the line, and really the story of our evolution is from those planets? You know, like who knows, man? I, I don't know. Listen, I swear I haven't had any weed today, people, or any acid. I'm just <laughs> listen. You need to go ahead and get some and bring it in. We'll get real philosophical. Yeah, man, this shit's right. wild, dude. On that note, man, so like I said, congrats to, to to NASA, and I think it's ULA is the one is the company that was helping them to uh, to 
to do this. Congrats to those guys. Kudos to those guys. Definitely a carbon footprint. Um, you know, hopefully whatever they bring back will help us to 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 further ourselves in in whatever manner that is. Dude, that shit would be awesome, man. That's all. Bill Gates is doing some space shit too. Is he really? Dude, he's trying to. His next major project is he's trying to figure out how to spray dust into the atmosphere to block the sun he's for use dust what? to I guess uh, kind of slow down global warming. And then the, glo- the the warming of the planet in general, and then he thinks that'll help with things like the sea levels and uh, he'll cause a fucking another another ice he's age. He's gonna cause another ice <laughs> age. Bro. Bill, stop fucking with stuff, bro. Stick to computers. You know what's funny, man? <laughs> like, you, know, you say that, um, and and I know that you know we have Juan and I have like a love affair with with Elon Musk. Yeah, we do. But call he, me boo. He, <laughs> he's got something, and he's working with another with another company. I can't remember the name of the company. I think it's. X Prize Foundation. That's who it is. I'm looking at the article right now. But and he's offering a hundred million dollar prize to someone that can come up with a way to capture carbon. Because he's basically saying like carbon, too much carbon in the air is what's causing global warming. So he's offering a hundred million for somebody who can essentially capture and and i don't want to go through the article here and i I can't remember i can't recall it exactly but it's like you got to be able to capture a certain amount of carbon and then and then be able to scale it and then be able to trap it for long enough and then be able to sort of release it safely in the future guess what your boy's doing starting tomorrow morning (laughs) (laughs) i'm about to become a carbon expert baby where do you start man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but no like jesus man so like but you know the fact that you said that about bill gates and this is about elon musk right it's like at least the 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 brilliant minds of our time are thinking about stuff like this yeah and 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 trying to put things into motion to 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 prevent it so you know elon has said before like he goes it's definitely the the you know the whole global warming thing and it is 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 real um, and yes, that the temperatures fluctuate and that is cyclical, but in the way that it's fluctuating now is, is not cyclical. It's like, it's, it's too much. Right. 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 Okay. Like it's just way too much right now. Like it doesn't line up with the right. other, at least with the theories of the other ice ages we've had or the other kind of warmings we've had, like, right. because the earth does go through like this cycle of, yep. uh, extreme temperature changes. But yeah, to your point, we've never had it shift this far, this quickly, in either direction, I think, other than if you get hit by a comet, I guess. Um, yeah, man, I'll be curious to see. I wonder, I always wonder, man, if you didn't have a guy like Elon, does someone, st- like, is there someone out there who's that smart who goes like, oh, I could figure that out, but kind of has laid back in the cut because Elon's around? Like, if Elon, man, like, God no, forbid something happened so, to Elon no. tomorrow, do you think this whole, like, Occupy Mars thing continues, or does that shit just die for, like, a few decades? Now? I would imagine that it, that it continues. Uh, you know, you, you definitely need somebody like that who, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here, he doesn't care about money. He just goes like, yo, this is what I need to do. And then he sort of, like, plays it out in his head and goes, this is, this is not that difficult. Like, one of the things that he talked about, on the Joe Rogan podcast was um, when they talked about being on Mars and how would you um, make it habitable for humans? He goes like, "Oh, well, you could, first you got to start to you got to start with like solar panels to get energy." And he goes, "But then, you know, you need to you need water, and so we know that there's ice caps on Mars, so you got to find a way to melt those." And he's like, "So you just create suns," and Joe Rogan's like, "Whoa, I mean, like, wait a minute." 
are you talking about? Create creating sons. Yeah, right. Create something. He but was, he says this shit in a very Elon kind of, of like, you got to create sons. Yeah. And, and, and listen, it's funny, man, because like, I love listening to his interviews, but he's not like an exciting dude. No, bro. By he's any probably means. frustrating as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but Joe Rogan can talk to him for like three hours. I, I, I probably could. And I probably could yeah, too. Yeah. So and he talks about like, oh, we got to create sons. And he's like, what do you mean sons? And so he goes, well, yeah, like it's really not that hard. You know, we have the technology. It's like, you know, we, we've had it before the internet. It's, it's like the, 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 what, what we use to create a nuclear bomb. The, the, the sun is basically like a series of, of, of uh, thermonuclear explosions. And he's like, so you just create that on a smaller scale over these ice caps to melt the ice caps. It creates the water. The water gets into the atmosphere, creates a thicker atmosphere. Then you can grow shit. Right. And so he puts it into this like really like simple, like yeah. it's so simple matter for fact, him. Right? So like, matter if you of fact. said, I got to figure out a way to melt that. My <laughs> dumb ass is like, yo, you get big blow dryers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy making whole planets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that dude, that, that dude, like I said, man, like I said, luckily, bro. yo, super grateful for, for, for minds like that. What and, a time and, to be alive. And man. Bill Gates, man, and, and, you know, kudos to those guys. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for my microchip from Bill Gates, though. Make it come through so I could be immune to Corona. Give me my chip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to make the trade, Bill. <laughs> yeah, let's switch gears here a little bit, man. I got to tell you about this, um, this dude in Florida because... We we all know somebody like this. Is he is he the Florida going Florida example? Is he the, is he the, let's go. This dude. So he was dating this. He was dating like two women at the same time. Right. Okay. He steals rings from one girlfriend. Rings like 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 rings, like, like, like like wedding rings, engagement rings, whatever. Right. So he takes them from the old. Okay. The old one goes to the other one. And proposes to me. <laughs> <laughs> with the stolen rings from the other. With the stolen rings. <laughs> what makes it even better, bro, is that they're not even like rings that she bought. They were rings from her prior marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there. So, so what happens is the girl. It's the heirloom, bro. It's a family. <laughs> <laughs> So the new oh fiance posted on social media. And somebody recognized it? No, the girl, the the one that, that he stole the rings from. <laughs> now, I don't know if it's like a whole circle of friends or what, right? Oh so God. she recognizes it, whatever, contacts the girl, and the girl brings the stuff back. And then starts to realize that, man, you know what? Since I've been with this dude, my laptop was stolen. <laughs> I had some other jewelry stolen, too. <laughs> She made the inner klepto this whole time. <laughs> dude. I ain't seen my wig. <laughs> yeah, dude. So it's like, what was it? Oh um my God. he actually brought that that the the quote unquote fiance over to the other person's the other woman's house and was like, Oh yeah, this this is my house, but it wasn't, it was hers. Oh wow, well, she wasn't home. Right, well, okay, she wasn't okay, home. Okay. Right, she but worked. it's fully decorated and it got pictures of this lady. <laughs> <laughs> the that's the photos from the that come with the picture frames, baby. That's my sister. <laughs> yes. They photoshopped me in there. Oh, that's hilarious, man. Oh my god. So if any of y'all and this is like close to home here, man. So any of you any any of y'all live in Florida, um, the dude's name is uh Joseph Davis, aka 
Joe Brown, a.k.a. Marcus Brown. Dep- depending <laughs> on which girl he's talking to. <laughs> so that's the thing, man. I go like, I, I wonder, like, so like the story was about these two women. He probably had several. Dude, did you see the sheriff guy had the same shit from like Texas? No. Bro, he was like a, a either the sheriff of a town or the deputy of a town, whatever. But he had like two or three girls that he was, bro, he had kids with one. He had stepkids with the other one. But somehow he was like living with all of them. And he was always on like trips away and all that shit. I'm like, how the fuck do you pull that off, bro? Dude. And he had like three. And they all found out. It was some weird shit. But yeah, they all found out on some, on some odd like happenstance thing. But I'm like, how the fuck do you pull that off? That's a lot of work. That's man. a lot of work. Bro, the ring, this shit just, I can't get past this. If you, it's a little bit different, but if you propose to someone and then y'all break up, do you get the ring back? If you propose to somebody, yeah. you get, so you give, them, you give her an engagement You gave her an engagement, ring. man, you guys And engaged, you break up. And then you break up. Does yeah, she have to sh- give you the ring back? I think so. Yeah, right? But there's, but there's women out there that goes like, nah, like that was a gift. It was a gift. And I think that's how the law mm-hmm. treats it. I think yeah. Depending by state, right? But I mean, like, if you're the if you're the woman, why why would you why would you want to keep it? Pawn shop, bro. What you mean? Why? Depending on what you got, I guess you could you could pawn it for. Well, there you go, guys. Don't buy nothing expensive if you ain't sure. Yeah, yeah. Like if you, I think what you what should happen. It's what I did. Is you you give a quarter carrot for every year you've been married. <laughs> you gradually, <laughs> you can gradually nah. get up to a carrot. You start off with a cubic zirconia just to be sure, <laughs> and then at year ten you upgrade it to a real diamond. <laughs> if things are still going smooth, you're like, okay, you earn this real diamond. We can go ahead and get this, <laughs> get this princess cut, and it doesn't even have to be a cubic zirconia anymore. <laughs> Dude, I just wonder, like, oh, how much of that shit goes on, like. You know, there's there's always stories about guys that cheat, right? And it's like, man, like maybe you just shouldn't get married. <laughs> that you know what I mean? just sounds stressful, though. Oh god, it damn, just man. like like just just don't like just just tell, just <laughs> tell just you don't. yeah like you know it's funny, man. I have that conversation with my kids, don't. and and I have like I have one of my sons. He's 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 the type of kid that um, he gets into something. And then he's all in for a particular amount of time. Okay. And then he gets bored. And and my wife and I talk about this a lot. Where I go like, yo, he's the one that he's gonna be like, he's gonna find a girl. He's gonna be like in love. Like, he's gonna be the love like, boy. Like yeah, but but it's gonna fade at some point. And so that's the dude that I'm that I'm going like, bro, like no, don't like your first don't instinct do is gonna it, be man. to do this, fight it, fight that urge. Yeah, like then. don't do it, man. Because it's just like. Like you know that about yourself, and I told him. I told him already. I was like, it's the same thing with. So he's been in like ice hockey, which we live in Florida. Okay, you think about this shit. We live in Florida. We don't live around anybody that plays hockey. I don't watch hockey. This dude got into hockey and was and was like all in for probably uh, let's just say a year and a half. I don't even know where to start with some shit like that. Yeah, but in Florida, if he goes into a relationship and goes like, "Oh my god, like I met this girl and she's like the best thing since sliced bread," and I'm like, "Dude, give like, give it give it six months." He'd be like, <laughs> "Bread got carbs, little dude." <laughs> Find an alternative, <laughs> bro. That shit, man. I can't. Yeah, the fucking idea that you would pull off like like a double life like that to me, it's not like like 
the idea that you had to live in two different I don't know, man. Two different time zones. Yes, or man. Whatever, right? Yeah, like, that's like you say, like, me, man. Yeah, and, and, then, and he said he had three, right? He had three? Yeah, dude. That guy, the Texas dude had like three, yeah. and he did it for years, man. I'm like, fuck that, bro. I'm stressed so you gotta, out with So you gotta one. leave. you got to leave one. <laughs> you got to leave one for like double the time, right? Every time you leave, you leave yes. for like double the time. Right. Like, how do you, I guess if that's the way you've always lived, maybe it's easier to pull off. Like, if he was always what one kind of the jobs, like, have? he's a cop. He's yeah. a deputy. So how could he but possibly? If but if you're a deputy, right? Like, what are you doing? Oh, I have a stakeout for a month. Yeah, I'm undercover. And I guess that might be easy that might to work. pull off. That's bizarre, man. <laughs> we blowing up spots for everybody yep. right now. We're going to be like, wait, you said, you said you had a stakeout yesterday. <laughs> And last month, and last, and last <laughs> month, and last. We live in Alabama. Like, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's in, why, baby, everything's far apart in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, bro! Yeah, fuck that, man. Did, did you see the? He uh, stole the ring. <laughs> <laughs> you back on that? <laughs> We all know dudes like that too. I, you Indian given yo, I think it's ballsy to just steal from her in general. Like she noticed that her laptop and all that shit's missing. It's hilarious. That was the one he, he he proposed to. Oh my god, bro! The one he stole the rings from. He gave it to the fiance, <laughs> and then after she found out that it was stolen, then she's like, "Oh, you know what? When he came around, that's when my laptop was gone." <laughs> And some other jewelry. This was dude left, too. and you ain't noticed your 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 iMac was missing, or your <laughs> your, your your AirPods were gone. <laughs> like I got a husband, but <laughs> damn, I, I ain't been able to find my headphones <laughs> ever since he showed up. Oh shit, man. dude! I gotta tell you about this shit, man. So your kids are back in school, right? Yeah, well, my kids are still home doing a distance learning thing. Okay, so there was an eight year old, and I don't know where this was, but they were doing distance learning, right? And they were using Zoom. So my kids use uh, Microsoft Teams and there's some other like school website that they go on to for some other stuff. Anyway, um, they use Teams for like the face-to-face stuff. Okay. So this, this eight-year-old was using Zoom and she figured out a way to scam. And what she did was when she got bored so she would sign on in the morning but when she got bored with school what she would do is she would sign off and then she would sign back on with a wrong password and do that a few times so it locks the account and then the more i guess and this is maybe this is like a zoom thing the more you sign in with the wrong password the longer it locks your account for. So if anybody works if anybody works in like a corporate environment, right? Oh, does she? Eight that's genius, fucking genius, bro. God damn, my, I if, gotta talk to my kids. Man. If anybody works in like a corporate environment, when you lock your password, typical IT procedures is like thirty minutes, and it'll unlock itself. It's because they don't want you fucking calling them. Yeah. So like, hey, don't hit me up. Go get some coffee or something. Come yep. <laughs> go get some coffee. Go get go get lunch. Go to the bathroom, right, and come back, and you're good. So she figured out that not only does it lock. But if she does it multiple times, it locks for longer. And so... Nothing she could do. She can't attend class that day because she's locked right. up. And so her mom would come. Dude, they would get on. So her mom was like, oh, we got to call Zoom. 
they get on the, they get on the call with 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 uh with the Zoom like uh support and they didn't know. So like it tells them so when you so when you go to sign in even though you've locked it and you've locked it like multiple times it still says incorrect password. So you can just keep trying. You can just and all it does is just, keep extending. Yep. <laughs> God damn, this little girl's smart. Dude, so she did it for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and the school couldn't figure it out. They didn't know what the hell to tell to tell the parent. And then finally, man, the parent, like, I think like by mistake, she kind of like saw something. So saw her saw her like sign in That's so like good. successfully and then sign out and then try to sign back in and it wasn't able to. And then she kind of caught on after a while. And then made some fucking social media video of how great her kid Yo, was. You, I wonder how, like as an eight-year, you figure, I mean, because it's, 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 it's pretty straightforward, right? You went to log in, you got locked out. And I guess she realized, like, it must tell you, oh, you're locked out for the next 30 minutes. Then maybe she tried it again, and it went one hour. Look at that, man. We, we cleared that bottle up quick. She's like, uh, that's, the, the, I guess I'm more shocked that no one figured that out sooner. But honestly, I'm well, trying to think you? now. I use Zoom not as much. I use Teams mostly. Yeah, I, I didn't know that they would lock you off for that amount of time. So fucking eight, eight, eight year old is smarter than me. That's, Dude, that's I'm I'm just bad. glad that my well, I said they use Microsoft Teams, but if they use Zoom, and my kids, I would not have brought the shit up on the podcast. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, because they'd be tomorrow like that. I can't get in. Yeah, like I'm locked out. I'm on to you. I'm on to you. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's going to be interesting to see how these kids bounce back from this whole virtual. I think some of them like it better. Some of them find it uh I don't know, man. You got to give kids credit, dude. They they uh they pivoted like really quick. Like I don't know that we like uh, uh acknowledge or recognize how quickly kids, you know, we they we basically woke them up one day and said, "Hey, by the way, you got to learn this way now and you got to sit at this computer and yep. you're going to do it at <laughs> home and you're going to, you know, like as stressful as it was for adults, whether it was because you, you were working from home or maybe you had to go to a job and you had to find, you know, a way to kind of care for your kids and all that stuff. I go, man, kids had to wake up one day and you completely flip their whole their social life upside down, their school life upside down. They're, you know, like it's it, I'm going to be interested to see like the kids that that kind of on a tail end what this does. Maybe it does nothing long term. Maybe the year home does does good for them. Maybe we find that. uh it was it made them socially awkward or difficult to learn or maybe you'll find that kids thrive because they learn you know in a different format and you know like i'd be really curious to see i'm sure someone will do studies or something at some point in time of what like what this year kind of did for education like our kids like they went and we gave them the choice and they were both like no nah, we want to we want to go to school like we don't want to be here like as much as they like could hate school especially my son i think they were like tired of being just here like home like they just wanted like now nah, we need to see people like we want to even my son who's antisocial, who like i'm sure you saw the photo yesterday of my son sleeping on the floor in his class <laughs> which is not like a, a a rare occurrence this is something he does all the time <laughs> what grade is he in he's in first grade they allowed him to sleep in first grade the, so the problem we have with my son is that because he tests at a really high level and he finishes all his work they're like well the whole purpose of school is for education he has he's already done it he's yeah he's checked that off he's mastered that so and he's not disruptive which helps so they're like you can't really tell him anything because you're gonna go hey i want you like do your work like he does it 
like sometimes he won't do it and that's when he becomes an issue but when he does do it he flies through it and then it's like all right man like now what like dude he's a like you know my son you've seen his personality this mofo told his teacher once because he keeps his like i guess the inside of his desk was like a real mess and the teacher goes like you know kind of like hey like you know your desk is a mess like what do you think we should do about that and he goes you should probably just not look inside of it if it bothers you <laughs> my son i'm me, like that's my son great, told me that one time like, that's solid advice buddy <laughs> One of my sons told me that one time because he likes to be dirty. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, your room is dirty. He goes, don't come in. Don't come in. Which is so matter of fact and so like yeah, simple for them. We see it as disrespectful. Yeah. But, but you go, yeah, but like inside you go like, you're going, hey, he's fucking right. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. I wanted to punch him in his neck, but I was like, <laughs> like he's got a point. Because he catches us all the time and shit where he's just like, he'll question like your parenting. Like you'll do something and he'll be like, uh. I don't know. Maybe you should have taught me better. <laughs> but my son is stoic, so he doesn't yeah. like flinch or anything. He just says it like that, and then he just looks away. And you're like, "You motherfucker! Like, did you just really?" <laughs> you know what's funny, man, is that before this whole pandemic shit, um, parents and and you know myself not excluded, we're talking about you know like how the the kids are all on devices all the time. But now, since the pandemic. It's the only way they get to see their friends. Yeah. So do you go, don't be on your phone as much? And it's like, no, it's the only way the for only me way. to have interaction. Yeah, my daughter spends like, so she'll do the video calls with her friends on her tablet. And then she'll even play games and they're just on in the background. And they're just talking and they're like playing a different games. Sometimes it's the same game. But they're just like, sometimes she starts talking and you're like, what? And she's like, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to my friend. And you're like, oh, you know, like, sorry. But they'll be wearing the headphones and they're just like all day. Just sit there, either video calling or just. Uh, you know whatever chatting but just like it's almost like being in the same room with them but not in the same room but, but they're just doing stuff and they'll be like oh what are you oh yeah i'm doing this and that and then like literally she'll sit here all day on a saturday or sunday she's always got her friend on on her dude my, my my kids have a have a cousin and so we, they, they all play the same games and 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 they play together and um you know they're they're like early teenagers right 13 almost 14 and so they're getting to the point where they're when when they're in their room with the door closed and headphones on they talk differently to each other okay <laughs> so this morning i heard like i heard words like ball sack <laughs> you know i heard them calling each other idiots um i didn't hear i didn't hear any like actual like cuss words which was which is good right as a parent i'm going like okay good i didn't hear that um but sometimes like they they dog each other out they talk trash to each other but at the very end there's there's one of their cousins that goes like all right guys like i'm out of here like love you guys and i and and i remember like hearing that and i'm like that's cool. That's fucking cool. That's real right? fucking cool, that's man. That's real fucking Especially cool. Especially as a dude. Because we're so guy, shitty right? about that. Guys. Yeah, yep. man. It's all, and it's all guys. And like they, they talk trash. I'm telling you, man. Sometimes I'll, be, I'll, I'll yell at my own kids to go like, man, like, don't be a dick. Don't be. <laughs> right? But that's what they do. This is the way they. And, and they, they tell me. They're like, no, no, no. Like, it's, it's cool. We're not, you know, as, you know, we have a couple of people in the family that kind of like take it personal. But for the most part, we know that it's not personal. And we're just talking shit. You're just talking shit, yeah. And um, and then like I said, there's there's this one cousin man that 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 dude goes like, no matter what has happened, he's just like, all right, 
y'all like I'll see you later love you guys that's dope man yeah that's man, dope, man. Cool, yeah that's man. a cool man and you say dude <laughs> I feel bad because I was probably playing with your kids I was uh <laughs> I was playing Call of Duty recently right and these kids got me agitated see like back in my day man every we would you look like, you would be able to talk to the other team and all that yeah. and everybody would have a mic and people would be frustrated if you didn't have a mic and you didn't have it on right like, okay and then now bro everybody mutes their shit and they kill in peace but <laughs> the funny shit is the other day, I, I, I actually might have been Sunday night. I, I, I had like 30 minutes. I playing a shit on Call of Duty and uh, like halfway through the match, I hear voices. Right. And um, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like people are actually like unmuted. And they're talking. It was people on my team, but he's not like a prepubescent like kids. Right. Right. And they're talking shit. And at one point I'm like, I'm not good, bro, but I'm in first place on our team. We're getting our asses kicked. And I'm like, and in the are in first place. Yeah, bro. And I'm in first place. <laughs> and I'm bad. So this is our team's horrific, right? And at the end of it, I go, look at the scoreboard. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> and the kids are like 12. The kids are like 12. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious because my wife will always go no i don't want like my daughter like oh i don't want her playing online unless you're on with her because right. people say crazy you're the shit and guy. i'm like i'm people i'm <laughs> 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 people <laughs> Yo, the, yo, but kids. That's, that's the name of the podcast. I'm people. It's <laughs> <laughs> the name of the episode, yo, for real. Bro, kids is, oddly enough, bro, the most gangster shit I've ever heard playing online has always come from kids, never adults. <laughs> the funniest, most, like, ridiculous, because kids have a way of blending curse words together that don't belong together. This oh, yeah. <laughs> is fucking <laughs> great, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. I wish... That I that I wouldn't hear them. Like I don't want to, because I know, <laughs> like I know. So it, this is this is the equivalent of so me at like thirteen, fourteen, being outside of the house and how I spoke outside of the house versus how I speak inside of the house. They don't have an outside, yeah. <laughs> so they're in their their outside is, is inside. It's inside. <laughs> inside the fucking house behind their closed door in their bedroom. I wish it was soundproof because I want them to be able to express themselves and speak how they want. But there's sometimes, man, that like like I hear all of it, <laughs> and you gotta so go I, in there and be I like, I have to go in there and be like, yeah, really, <laughs> like guys, you thought that you thought that was a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have wanted to hear me yet. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to hear myself. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right, man. That's like a uh 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 like we always tell our kids, like, listen, there's like certain like like the cool thing we have is like they'll ask us, like they'll see a curse word and they'll be like, yo, what does this mean? And what does that mean? And we'll tell them. Like, I'm like, listen, we're gonna tell you. Like the big one recently was the F word. I had to finagle my way in that one, it was pretty interesting. But like, I don't know, we're and then they're kind of just like, Yeah, like so and so, like we'll have family members who like drop and listen, I drop shit's on the app and i speak in front of my kids the same way i speak just right. normally and so my kids would just be like somebody says something and they censor themselves so like oops sorry they're like it's okay my dad says words <laughs> but yeah you're right like you have to be able to explore that i think without the fear of like the retail because i tell them all the time like listen it 
is it great? No. I'm like, as an adult, you'll be able to make that decision. I'm like, right. it's not always a good look. I'm like, you got to read the room. You got to know who you're talking to. You got to, I'm like, some people get offended by it. Some people don't. I'm like, I was like, there's an art to cursing. You oh, got to start there. a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, cursing is an art, bro. You got to figure out when to do it, how to do it, you know, because cursing when done accurately could be very, very, very funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> or very effective. Or very, yeah. Or both. <laughs> I had a problem when when I uh, first started dabbling doing stand up. As I challenged myself to do a set without yeah. dropping a single curse word. Oh yeah, I didn't last thirty seconds. Really? And it's because I'm bad. So, and by bad, I mean I'm I'm a shitty kind of joke writer. Like what I found myself doing was, I default to curse words when I didn't have a good filler, or if I found myself frozen on stage and I forgot. Yeah. Like I would like the curse word was my way. Like if I would just throw something in and say fuck, it was like my way to buy time to think of something else. Yeah. But the people who are good at it figure out other filler words, right? Or ways to get there. And I found myself saying it often and it was because I'm like, yo, I don't know what else to say. And it was became like my uh, like okay. the word that I throw into there, but it's hilarious. I would just be like, fuck, and then I'd listen back to the sets or I'd watch the videos and I'm like, that shit was so unnecessary. And I'm like I dropped all these curse words in there and I found myself going, Oh yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say there. Oh, I was trying to buy myself time. And it's like, that's so stupid. Like there's a way that you can get there without obviously having to drop a curse word, but there's an art to that, man. <laughs> well, let me hit you, let me hit you up with this one. So today at my dinner table, my wife goes Hey, guys, did you hear the podcast last week? <laughs> Do they listen, your kids? You know what? I think that if we, when we drop YouTube videos, they watch those. Okay. But she goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> the rib one's not going to be <laughs> Your dad and his stupid friend <laughs> was talking about removing a rib so that you could suck your pee-pee. <laughs> Have you guys tried that? <laughs> They'd be like sucking the pee pee and removing the rib. <laughs> so the best part about it was they they the 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 two older ones, not the younger ones. So you got I got two like almost fourteen, and then one like almost twelve. So the two like thirteen year olds, they go like, yeah, we've tried it, <laughs> and then he goes, and he's like. If you haven't tried it, you're weird. You, you I still want to know which part. <laughs> so, so we're literally sitting there at dinner time, oh and, and and I'm going, and she looks at me, and she's like, "Have you tried that?" And I go, "Well, yeah." I go, "You fucking bend over, and you go like, and you see if you can reach, right?" And you go like, "Nope, way too far." Way too far. <laughs> Unless you're having a good day. <laughs> He'd be like, God damn it, I'm almost I'm there. I'm so close. <laughs> if my tongue was only four <laughs> inches longer. <laughs> but I was like so surprised. Not at, the, not at the honesty from my kids, but that they were just like, yeah, we've tried. Like, if you haven't tried, you're I'm weird. surprised they were that honest to me, man. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny, <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Yeah, if you have it, you're weird. <laughs> Yo, shout out to them for being that open about that shit. I right, fuck, man. 
for, we're, we're at an hour, man. We're, we're over an hour. Listen, man, we going I'm gonna just I'm gonna just uh, commend uh, Kim Kardashian for her brilliance before we out of here, man. Right, do, do you hear about the divorce? I did briefly. Yes. All right. Listen, man. And there, you know, there's a 2.1 billion dollar divorce between those two. They're both loaded. Listen, they'll both be fine. I'm pretty but sure they have, they'll they have a prenup. Yeah, it's pretty amicable right. and blah 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 blah, bro. Kim Kardashian, the entire last season of their show, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians is yep. ending. Okay. The entire last season is going to be centered around her divorce from Kanye West. If you don't fucking think, dude, that that shit was planned by the family, this is the first family of reality TV. Yeah, like, yeah you're right. The, the, this the, shit the, is not a coincidence. Not for nothing, man. man the, the mother is a fucking genius. She's fucking brilliant, bro. Brilliant. Brilliant. Every single one of her daughters is self-made. Yeah. Every single one of her daughters has generational money. Like, as much shit as people give them, like, oh, they're famous for nothing for and nothing. all that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, they're yeah. fucking famous for something. They figured they out a way they, to manipulate yeah. your asses into buying their products That's and right. watching their show. Yeah. So, like, it, it, and all the people who are like... Or buying I, their porn tapes. I, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> and all the people who are like, oh, I can't understand why they're famous. is like, yeah, because your ass is watching fucking Bravo. That's why they're famous yeah. or E or whatever the hell they're on. I'm like... But the entire last season, and I'm like, so granted, you, you talk about you're canceling your show soon, and then you get into your last season, and suddenly you have this divorce. Like, I think this divorce has been, like, I don't think she divorced him f- to do it, right. but I think there was definitely a timing in the, like, fuck, if I line this up right, I bet you this will be the highest rated season ever. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. By a long shot. So did you see, like, from his perspective, he was like, oh, it was my uh, run for presidency that was the straw that broke your, the camel's back. Your one appearance really put a damper on the family dynamic, bro. <laughs> well, I think what, what he was saying, he was like, it was the 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 appearance, it was the Twitter rants. The and in in in, in the appearance, I believe he said something about um how he wanted to abort like the first kid. Yeah. Right, but or then, she wanted to. Or no, something. I thought it was oh, him. Oh, was it him? And okay, okay. she was like, no. Way. And she talked him out of it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. She was just like, no, it's not happening. Like, I I'm think not- you're getting a divorce, bro, because you're married to Kanye West. And I don't know, man. In many ways, these it two are kind of made really from each other, difficult. right? Because she's probably difficult to be married to as well. Especially, I think only someone as successful and as egotistical as him could probably handle that. Because if you see, like everyone knocks the fact that she's been divorced three times, but she's been married to dudes who have been lower than her, like as far as status goes, right? Like, yeah, Chris Humphreys is an NBA player, but he's like a C-list NBA right. player at best. And then, like, you know, so she's obviously the out other earning him and oh, some dude I never heard of. I think it's some random. Um, it was before remember. Chris Humphrey. I, yeah, oh, I can't before remember. him? I think so. Was it, it wasn't Ray J? I don't think they <laughs> no, ever get, maybe. No, yeah, I don't no, know. Yeah, I don't think so. But I'm kidding. Like, yeah, in some ways, man, this was like the only marriage that could last for her was someone like as egotistical as him because I think it was the only way that like he wouldn't be insecure about her success. And like you said, like, and, and the Jenner family success and all that because they're, again, man, say what you will, it's fucking, their mom is brilliant and they have built an empire off of this man and and people like to hate and i go yeah you're hating out loud but you're definitely watching because they're getting ratings and it's coming from somewhere yeah. so and somebody's buying the makeup and somebody's buying the tequila do you see the 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 no i don't see tequila the daughter the which one the one that's a supermodel just dropped a tequila i think so there goes her generational money um what's her name kendall kendall jenner she has a tequila. She has a tequila now that she's releasing. And you how know much? that shit's going to slap. How much is it? I don't know. We got to try. Is it Terramana type? Yeah, fuck it. We should look. We, see if we can get it here and yeah. drop it next week. I'm like, dude, like, you can't be mad at, at what they've done and what they've accomplished. No, absolutely like, not. Like, right, like, obviously, like, if you look at, 
uh, Kim Kardashian and you were like trying to model like me having a daughter, I go, yeah, I don't want to see my daughter drop a sex tape. But uh, if my daughter was going to drop a line of fashion accessories, of clothing, of her own tequila, of her own makeup brand, of, of a TV show, of whatever, she's going to law school now or whatever she's decided yeah. to do. She's met with presidents. She's helped free people who've been, you know, like through the Innocence Project stuff and all that. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like there's not a whole lot of better, like what other you know kind of role models are you trying to throw out there and you can be like oh she's a symbol of sex appeal which as a woman you kind of aspire to be and then you unless you're just fugly and then you hate on the sex appeal but then you go no man how can you you how can you like you live your life right and your brand you build your brand off your sex appeal but then you can also follow that up with the business acumen to pull the stuff off right because there's a shit ton of pretty faces out there right that that could have been in a position to do what they've done right to 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 make clothes to make jewelry to make liquor to make whatever spanks whatever the fuck she's doing like none of them have pulled it off as as successful as she has so it's clearly more than the porn tape clearly more than the looks clearly, yeah, yeah i was gonna say like even the sex tape, sex tape we joke about it but it's so far removed from who yeah. she is today it's not even the first thing i think about anymore it yeah. used to be it used to be for sure where right. you thought like oh that's the chick that bang ray in Jay the beginning yeah yeah and now you go oh like Oh, Kim K? Yeah, yeah, like, she has all this. She has, you know, like, it, it's, it's for her to remove herself from that so far. And the rest of her, like I said, the rest of the, that family, say what you want, man. Chris Jenner has built a fucking dynasty of, of people there, man. But, yeah, dude, I thought that shit, and I'm like, and I saw the divorce, and then it goes, oh, it's going to be cataloged on the last, uh, it's going to be documented on the last season. Of, of course. Got that shit. And I was like, of oh, fucking course, man. I was like, go, <laughs> go you, man. I hope they got the bag for that last season, man. I'm sure they did, but... Jeez, man, I'm like, of course they would go out of that show and make a shit ton of money. And and then I'm like, and then I thought about like what I tune in and I'm like, God damn it, I would probably sit there and watch it. Like like if you dropped a commercial of an episode and she was going off on some shit about Kanye, I'd be I'd like, watch it. I'd be like, oh, I want to see what she said. You know what I yep. mean? Like I would I'm like, I hate myself for that, but I would. Nope, you're right. Shit, dude. All right, bro. Tell them where they can find us. All right, man. Yo, th- thank you guys, man. We're like what? We're well over eleven thousand now. Uh, well over eleven thousand, man. So, so shout out to you guys. Thank you so much, man. Uh, make sure you follow us on IG at the Carbon Footprint Podcast, on Facebook, on TikTok, on YouTube. It's the same thing at the Carbon Footprint Podcast. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you have that. Uh, make sure you subscribe and follow on whatever else you're using. If you're using Spotify or Amazon Music, um, Stitcher, Podchaser, TuneIn, whatever. We're literally on all of them. So uh, go in there, hit subscribe, and uh, yeah, keep, keep commenting on the posts and stuff. Absolutely. And once again, thank you guys for all the support and the love. Um, keep giving us the the, the comments on IG, um, on Apple Podcasts, um, like you just mentioned. I uh, appreciate you guys, and I guess we'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.